0: Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the Monday Morning Recap. My name is Pastor Matt, and I'm here with Pastor Jamal yo, and Pastor Todd Hello. on this Easter Monday morning. And uh, man, it was a lot of fun in church yesterday. <clears throat> it was great seeing so many people. A few people I haven't felt like I haven't seen for a while, so that was great. Um, and uh, man, I love Easter Sunday, so I don't know. What did you guys think was fun? Did you guys take any photos at the photo booth? You see that? I didn't take photos at the
1: photo booth, but I didn't even see my wife at church yesterday <laughs> or my kids. Like, oh. I was so busy. Like, uh, she yeah. was there. She was there. But uh, I was just so busy. I ended up with, like, 30, 34, 35 kids yesterday, something like that. Oh, wow. Great. Which is the most we've had in, I'm like, a year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? So uh, so I was, I was tickled pink by that. And it was really, like, a, it was a busy day,
0: but good busy. Yeah, I shared my friend's Facebook status, uh, who I went to school with, but he had put something like, um, oh, like, you know, Easter Sunday is kind of like the Super Bowl for those of us in ministry. But then he said, you know, but that doesn't change. This is why I shared it. He's like, that doesn't change that I'm reflecting on what Jesus has done and that he rose from the dead, like, on a personal level. So I shared it. But I'm like, man, oh, he always says that. I think every year, actually, it's like the Super Bowl (laughs) for (laughs) – People in ministry. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is.
1: It's a. It's a big day. That's when. I mean, tends to be Christmas and Easter is when we have the most visitors because, that's when people tend to be a little bit more. Uh, I don't know if the right word spiritually minded or like. Yeah. Remembering family traditions and, and want to be a part of that. So, um, and I had and I had a bunch of kids who, uh, um, were new kids or kids that we hadn't seen for longer than covid times you know yeah. kids that last time i saw were like toddlers and now they're like first second grade you know man yeah so. yeah
0: so that's great that's great to see some of those people and stuff and how about um you know do you guys have any plans yesterday what did you end up doing for easter sunday what do you normally do maybe if it wasn't a covid year you do something special or not or a little more chill for this one yeah steph's, steph's family came over for
1: dinner at our house so so that's what we did
2: yeah, no, we just had uh, a little dinner, um, did a little Easter egg hunt with the kids, and you know, called it a day. Ah, Kept nice. Did you,
1: did you use your resurrection eggs that you got in your kit, that they colored? Um, no? we, uh, it's okay. I'm trying to remember. No, no, no.
2: <laughs> no, no I don't pla- mean to put putting in spot like, <laughs> no, did no, you no, do no, no. your I, pastor no. Said <laughs> do? <laughs> no, part of it, so <laughs> here's the thing, Phil, uh, no, 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 I don't know, because Phyllis is the one who kind of organized coordinated and coordinated okay, it, okay. and then was like, here hide some of these eggs i'm like okay you know and you know my that wife sounds is, about right that sounds
1: and, like the huff family too. i was
2: gonna say like she's such a she's such a beast she does all of this stuff and then like you know when it comes down to like you know the kids are like man that was great you know she's always like yeah mommy and daddy, daddy i'm like you know you could just say mommy like i'm like it's okay like it's cool for them to know that you're the champ like i'm okay with that but she's that's not how she likes to do things she's like no we're a tandem you know so she's like yeah mom and dad did this and mom and dad did this together and so you know we did an easter egg hunt so i don't know the details of how yeah now came together but yeah. what i do know is that um you know so she put out some eggs and they went around and they found them and you know some candy in there and stuff and uh and it was good i i, I do you know shout out to you though pastor todd because um the baskets you put together were, were those were incredible like you know we did a couple of those things you know as a family and that was really really awesome um you know the one it was like um uh the skittles the skittles
1: yeah, i actually heard a lot of feedback about the skittle ones that yeah the skittle one them. was that so, one
2: hit me a little bit because it was like oh wow like you know you know we're praying for yeah. these specific people and and it was also interesting to see the who comes to mind when we say these things mm-hmm. for my children. Right. So like one of them was like, all right, we're going to pray for uh, a leader. And so, you know, they were like, Oh, you know, um, I think Tahani was like, Oh, pastor Matt. And then, um, uh, you know, uh, Corbin was like, Oh, miss Lisa, uh, and, and Melissa, like, I'm like, Oh, like this is, wow. these are the leaders in their mind. These people stand out as leaders and stuff. And so, that was cool like you know i was like oh that was really really awesome and then like you know even to like naomi she's like i'm pray for daddy because daddy's a leader i'm like i will right, we'll oh. take that prayer you know so <laughs> so it was cool like you know and just you know hearing them pray too like you know because phyllis is big on them like all right i'm not gonna pray you're gonna pray you're gonna you know use your mm-hmm. own words and you know hearing them pray like different things and some stuff i was just like well like
1: okay like
2: you know it was interesting to like um, at one point because I don't know why
1: but we had enough to do it twice was that supposed to be i think uh, well i gave you a whole pack of skittles i might have put two packs of skittles because i'm thinking you got three kids and i want to make sure okay, that sure. no one's fighting over oh yeah, yeah no, you. i know that because i tried to i tried to do it with some of the bigger families making sure there's a little extra in there uh-huh. so that it wasn't like yeah kids were fighting so over. yeah so i felt
2: like we did it we felt like we went through it twice i was like okay we're praying again but i was like i mean <laughs> hey, i guess like i guess that, that's fine um and so you know you know, second round, you know, second go round. It's like, okay, I want to pray for, uh, I think Corbin was like, I'm gonna pray for Pastor Todd. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, And then just like hearing him say like, Jesus, I pray that Pastor Todd, um, that he would just continue to hear from you and lead us good. And I was like, wow, that's such a, like a deep prayer. Yeah. Like in my mind, I'm like, he has no, maybe he does, I don't know, but like in my mind, I'm like, man, that's such a deep, thoughtful prayer. For a nine-year-old, yeah. that that is real. Like in my mind, I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Man. like yeah. sincere and genuine. Yeah, yep. and I'll take like I was like I'll take that. So like you know it was um that one was was pretty dope. And then obviously the um, the resurrection. And how and did they like him? So, yes. So the resurrection rolls, you know, they, they came yep. out pretty good. I mean, um, it's because they're all sugar. <laughs> well, I was going to say, like, I, I was like, dang, these are pretty tasty, you know, cinnamon and stuff. And then I was like melted marshmallow, Yeah, melted marshmallow on the inside. And I low keto Phyllis because, you know, she's been trying to learn or trying to perfect a gluten free cinnamon bun. Yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she's been working on that and um, you know trying to get the icing down and stuff and You're so like, we just use this what i was gonna say i was like yo you could get some of that icing that you got and she was like oh yeah and i was like oh no we can't we can't because at that point at, you know we were i don't know i, I had a three by myself and i was just like all right i gotta relax here this is getting a, lot, a little out of hand." but yeah. all uh, i say I, all of that to say i think that easter baskets were an incredible hit well thought out um
1: it was really good so yeah shout out to you yeah so so just the Skittles thing was they prayed for different people based upon the color of the Skittle that they were oh, okay. eating. okay, yeah. Uh, and then the resurrection rolls were Saturday. We actually met online uh, on Zoom, and we made these resurrection rolls where each ingredient of the resurrection roll stood for a different part of the resurrection story. Oh, wow. And then you put a marshmallow in it and you bake it, and then the marshmallow like melts melts while it's baking so that when they go to take a bite, the roll is now empty. You know what I mean? Because oh. you put the marshmallow So it, it was lots of fun. I was nervous about how that was going to go off, like cooking online with everybody. But parents were all there, and I think it went well. And and uh, and I was actually surprised by some of the kids. I think there was like 12, 12 kids on doing it with me. That's great. With their parents. So I was – And it I seems was, like the baskets were hit. So. Yeah, and so that's definitely something that I want to look forward to doing again next year. Maybe do a sign-up to make sure I – have enough and then some extra for everybody but uh yeah i'm i'm, I'm glad i stole that from somebody <laughs> i say stole but uh, like we um, we met with kids pastors talk about easter and we shared ideas and i was going to do some kind of kit and then you know based upon some of the stuff that they shared i'm like oh that i can put that in this i can put that in, in that kind of you know yeah. whatever so i'm glad everybody liked them good good, good. yeah yeah
0: all right, well, a couple Easter trivia questions for you guys, real quick. Okay, I'm stop talking about Easter, um, even though it's Easter Monday, but that's okay because resurrection and Easter, Easter candy. I don't know if you guys have Easter candy or your kids, so uh here we go. Easter, you know, is a, a holiday that doesn't have a strict date. It moves, right? Okay. It's based off um
1: it's based off know. the last uh phase
0: of the moon or something like that, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, something like that. So can you give me a guess or maybe you know them between which dates that which two dates will mm. Easter always fall between like the earliest and latest it would be I I found this somewhere I didn't know this
2: The earliest and the latest? Yeah. Uh I would say the earliest is maybe a day in March. No. Uh earliest would be um Have we ever had an Easter in March? No, nah, that's what I'm trying cool. to think. I I'm think this
1: year might have been the closest. earliest. Yeah,
2: so I'm going to say the 2nd is the earliest, April 2nd. Okay. The latest
1: Sometimes it's in the beginning of May, right?
2: I'm going to say the uh, Sunday before Mother's Day. What is that?
1: Uh, I think that may be May if that's right. It's like about. the let me see. First I think Mother's Day is the second, second week in May. So
2: that's what I'm gonna say, but okay. I'm
1: gonna judge by Pastor Matt's grin <laughs> that we are uh, way uh, off. Okay, well I'm, a, I'm agreeing with Pastor Jamal because I cool. think that kind of makes sense to
0: me. But the the later date you guys are closer. April 25th is what it says. Although my account cal- now that I just pulled up my calendar it says Orthodox Easter is May 2nd, so I guess it's separate. Uh, so kind of correct. Okay, I guess. We were close right, we were for close. Sunday in May. Whether you're Orthodox uh, or not. (laughs) Even though, yeah, this answer says April 25th. Although, you know what? I just Googled this, so how do I even know this is reliable? But (laughs) uh, the earliest it says is March 22nd, believe it or not. And I knew it definitely could go into March because my sister's birthday is March 27th. It's also my youth pastor's birthday and probably 10 other people I know. And my cousin, my one cousin who, uh, I don't know how old he is now, maybe at least like 12 or 13. He he may be a little older. But um, he was born on my sister's birthday on Easter Sunday, like the day he was born. So I always remember that. March 27th, that was an Easter one time. So. It was. Mm. I was close. Dang, I should have stuck with my gut. So Should have stuck with my gut. All yeah. right, a couple more. Some candy mm. questions here. Is more candy sold for Easter, Christmas, Valentine's Day, or Halloween? Ooh. That's actually a really good question cuz my either mind Easter or Halloween? It's Valentine's Day? Wait, more candy? More candy. Um, so or we're talking or about, what holiday has the most candy sold?
2: And how are they I'm just, you know, I mean, you don't know, but my mind is like, how are they, you know, measuring this? Is it by the amount of candy or is it like the uh, you know, the amount of money spent on candy? Does that make sense? Like in my mind, I'm like, mm. I don't know. Like I know the question says the amount of candy but how did they measure it? I that's my.
0: Yeah, which now that I brought this up I'm like I have no idea. So I'm going to say oh, I'm going to go hard. out on a limb and this
2: I'm
1: going to say I'm going to go out on a limb and say Halloween. All right. Well, because you said Halloween, I'm going to say Easter cuz mm-hmm. one of us has got to be right.
0: <laughs> well, uh the answer according to Valentine's this website Day. is Halloween. Halloween. Actually, Halloween. So, yeah, 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 Halloween yeah i wonder what would be second though i feel like easter probably
2: would be second no nah, i'm gonna say valentine's day valentine's there's day. more people that care about love than they care about the church so <laughs> yeah but <laughs> i'm just being that was kind of my logic yeah, behind picking Halloween. i was <laughs> like there's a no, Hol- easter is a little bit of a niche right yeah, yeah, like Halloween's I'm, a bigger like, cultural but, right but, and then yeah. i'm
1: like the next cultural thing would probably be i I've, easter as in actually easter easter but i think easter baskets
0: yeah, like Easter I think that's a big thing. Even if you're not a uh, oh, Christian, and I wonder I if they count. I look, if you I had, don't know. I think M&M's, it's just too close. Flowers, asso- I think flowers too, would be Valentine. I think Day. it's
2: too closely associated with church that people would
0: be like, eh. But but no, here's the thing though. They it could be easier because if you normally buy M Ms, that doesn't count. But if you buy the Easter M Ms, they're just pastel colors. Boom! Oh, that counts towards an Easter sale. Maybe oh, that might so that might be too. It could be for that reason. That they just produce like Easter, yeah. where You have Easter like egg Reese's like, which I never caught Reese's. I'm so upset. I just, and just I'm sorry. Mm. I guess when you, like the
1: now amount of like chocolate bunnies and stuff that you see, which I did see a fire chocolate bunny that I was like oh, fire like sorry bunny? like
2: fire like it was dope like it was. <laughs> oh, awesome. oh, I it was thought amazing. it was like like wait wait tell yeah, me yeah, about no, those. Actually, no, <laughs> that's what I thought you. Yeah, yeah sorry. No, like <laughs> I saw one that was like um, it was ori it was cookies and cream. It was like white chocolate a with. lot Oreos of people don't like white chocolate? But dude, I dude haters, I like bro, white. all of them.
1: There's so I like many. White chocolate.
2: Bro, I don't want to get into it. But me and the whole, anyway. not the whole youth group, but like a few kids in the youth group, we got into it. I was trying to convince them white chocolate is is legit and it's good and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. We were going back and forth about like candies. It, it was a whole thing. They swear up and down that like. Sour Patch Kids are like the goat of like all candy, but I'm like, no, it's not. No. I like Sour Patch they're Kids.
1: They're good, but, but no. no. Yeah, definitely I not. Don't like I don't even like them. Twix. Not, Twix are the goat of all candy. No, I don't know about that, Pastor Ty. Skittles are my- Because you got caramel chocolate in that crunching. So. I
2: don't know about that, Pastor Ty. Skittles is up there. It's gummy. Yeah. For me, it's gummy wor- like gummy worms, gummy lifesavers, mm. like right there. They're S tier. Mm. Skittles is S tier. Yeah. Like- all right. Well, Twix speaking, of, like candy. Anyway, speaking yeah, of candy, speaking yeah, candy, yeah. the most. Last, e- last, last, last one for <laughs> mo- I don't want to eat this. Now. The most
0: popular American Easter candy is. I'll give you multiple choice here. Would you say chocolate bunnies, marshmallow peeps, mm. jelly beans, mm. or those chocolate cream-filled eggs? Oh, oh the Cadbury all of eggs. All those are nasty. Yeah. Listen. All of those jelly beans. Jelly beans. Nasty, right? I like jelly beans.
1: I like jelly beans. Nasty, bro. I like jelly beans. Chocolate bunny.
0: I told Rebecca Starburst. I don't know, but I think
1: like, like everybody buys jelly beans just to throw it in there as a filler. Right.
0: I hate jelly beans. Yeah, I'm not but into peeps, jelly beans. Peeps but is huge with people. I hate but peeps. You
1: know what peeps are good for? Throwing it in the microwave and watching them grow.
0: Pe- peeps may be the most disgusting candy ever made, but I brought I brought some to the office. I know that's <laughs> why I commented. And passage Jeff went right into, that, into that pack. Yeah, I brought it in because I didn't want them. And passage Jeff, he went. No. Right. I'm like, these will be eaten at the office. That's what you do. It's a thing. It's here. A nasty, so bro, the nest Any food that's here will be thing, eaten. Bro. And guess what? It. It wasn't on there for five seconds before Pastor Jeff opened it, so I I made the right choice in bringing
1: it. I actually did something with the kids one time when it was around Easter time where we actually put a microwave in the L4C room, and we were having, like, peep races where you'd put both of them in there, microwave them to see which color (laughs) got bigger faster. Which one was faster. (laughs) Come on, come on. (laughs) All right, so so what's your answer? Most Papa Candy, what do you say? I'm, I'm debating. I, I think it might be jelly beans. I I'm think gonna, it might. Be, it's the other je- ah jelly beans. Okay, jelly beans.
2: I'm gonna go. Um, ugh, try, I'm going. I I can't pick peeps. Chocolate, chocolate bunny.
0: Okay, so if I didn't know the answer, mine would have been chocolate bunnies. That would have been my pick. Okay, the peeps? the correct answer is, is surprisingly peeps. I knew it was that peeps. That is it. Oh. I I that's why that I said I can't popular. pick peeps.
2: <laughs> I literally said I can't pick peeps because I hate peeps that much. And that's and that's. It was a, b- mine was a pick out of protest. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. I knew it was peeps in my heart. That's why I'm so <laughs> mad. I was like, it's peeps, but I can't do that.
0: I can't stand peeps, bro. Mm, mm, mm. All right. All right. So let's talk more about the Bible. Just let's just, let's <laughs> <laughs> get away from I'll, I'll peeps. Let me ask like two or three Bible questions, kind of sure, get sure. our uh, minds with those wheels turning. And if you're listening to a little nice quiz for yourself. And then, uh, you know, I have some questions for you guys. So, um, you know, we did just come off of, like, the Holy Week and all that, but, you know, what it, what was the Jewish feast which was being celebrated the week Christ was crucified? Passover. Passover. That's correct. Um, when Jesus entered Jerusalem during what is known as his triumphal em- entry, what animal was he riding on? Donkey. Donkey. And why is the Sunday before the resurrection called Palm Sunday? Because it's the day they wave palms. <laughs> it's the day
1: when Jesus entered Jerusalem, mm-hmm. and everyone was wearing, waving palm branches, or putting them down for the donkey to ride on, along with their coats and cloaks. Mm. All right,
0: a couple more here. Uh, three more, three or four. Um, which disciple cut off the ear of the high priest servant in an attempt to protect Jesus from being taken as a prisoner?
1: Peter. That was Peter. Peter.
0: Yep. Okay. Slightly more specific now. Bonus. Bonus question. What was his name? That was my next question. Oh, is it? it is. What was Ooh. the name of the high the s- priest servant whose ear was cut off by the disciple and subsequently Put reattached by Jesus? Wait,
1: do we actually know it from scripture? Yeah, is there, this his is name. Tradition. His name appears in
2: one account. Boy, I think boy. though, it's just one account that it appears.
0: I just want to say I've watched the Bible series many times. Like uh, I, I, love it because it brings the Bible to life. So this is an answer I know now as a result of like watching that series. Like I w- so.
1: I want to say Simeon or Simon. No, it's
0: like a.
2: No, it starts. It's a. It's like a. Yeah, I don't think it's. I don't think that's it. I don't remember. That is what not it. That's not the answer. I don't remember what it is. I want to say.
0: I could give you the first letter. if Yeah, you give want. me the first letter. It Starts with an M. Yes.
2: Okay. So. Matthias. No. Um.
0: <laughs>
1: um. I have no idea. <laughs> I. I don't. Uh, about the cheat. <laughs> no, I don't know.
2: I don't know. I thought I remembered but I don't. It's um his name is M is it an R is there an R in there? No. Oh, then I don't know.
0: It's Malchus. Malchus. And um again I like the portrayal like in the sh- uh, in the series, you know, his ear is cut off, Jesus heals it. It's amazing. He saw's the blood though. And I, that mm. that image actually always gets me because I'm like the blood from his ear being cut off is on his face while his ear is still there. And uh, it's just a depiction, but and then later, when he's before the high priest, Jesus, you see Malchus like he's still just like mm-hmm. touching his ear. Point <laughs> point like, with his ear.
1: Like, did this happen? That's like his new. Uh, that was like his new uh,
0: habit. Tick. 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 You know. <laughs> All right, and then <sighs> there's a couple actually other good ones here, but I'll just try to do one more so we can move on. Um, hmm. Here we go. Oh, so actually, sorry, I have to pick because I'm a like disappointed I didn't know that
2: who it's like one it's like i think there's only one account and where his name is mentioned
0: every other time i think it just says the servant you may be right i think you may be right um on that okay how about this who was surprisingly released before pontius pilate sentenced jesus to death
1: oh barabbas (laughs)
2: i was gonna say i don't know why i was gonna say like barnabas but that's not right barabbas (laughs) yeah it's the the, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it
0: makes sense but no yeah uh, barabbas that's right and he was an insurrectionist okay like a jewish nationalist all right cool i had more but that's fine
1: i was actually having flashback yesterday or flashback throwbacks yesterday listening to some of the music i used to listen to as a kid and petra was one of the ones that came up It just finished and it's like such a dated song yeah you know but i'm singing away like it is finished you know (laughs) (laughs) like i'm like wow i really like am a product of the 80s and 90s (laughs) and that christian era where like it was like the the striper and striper which striper i I didn't listen to but there were other like rocky christian music i I always striper i (laughs) I
2: remember coming to bible college and it's just like a lot of cultural shock you're getting to know all these people from these different places and these guys were like yeah man like oh huh, like if like christian hip-hop i'm starting to get to know it a little or get get into it a little bit i'm like yeah man it's dope you know and somebody's like you should listen to christian rock i'm like yeah i don't know if that's like really my thing and then they play you know to hell with the devil which is <laughs> like <laughs> i'm like whoa <laughs> i was like i didn't even know you could yeah, yeah you yeah. say that about satan <laughs> <laughs> and these dudes are like yeah man why not bro you know what i mean and i'm like yeah i guess like you know oh, yeah. like hey, you're not wrong
1: yeah. <laughs> that was my introduction. That to, was kind of my generation that's of Christian music yeah, 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 was you, like I that, like that. Some of the lyrics that were so cheesy <laughs> and so whatever, but it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Let's right. go to creation <laughs> and listen to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and right. <I> did. <laughs> right.
0: No, so then you have uh, actually this kind of segues a little because you have a lot of people. um around my age so my era of growing up which would be i was okay whatever i don't really care i was born in 1992 but so really late 90s but really the 2000s is going to be like where i'm like consciously growing up middle school high school you know um so i do have like 90s stuff but i was younger so a lot of people my age and we can probably have a whole discussion on this because we were last week in the office about like deconstruction and how that's a thing right now but basically as a result of their Christian cultural upbringing and the songs they know and what they think of when they hear it is finished. It could be a cartoon or something or veggie tales, you know, like Mm that would be huge for me. So different things like that. People now are asking some critical questions, you know, about their faith and Mm -hmm. whatever, actually. So I don't want to get sidetracked on that. So that's literally all I'll say about that. So that's one of the reasons why I wanted to bring this up. Uh, Let's first talk about the message. I think Pastor Jeff's sermon was great. Of course, a visit to the graveyard, he called it and um, talked about his own life, but then how when the uh, women went to the tomb and, um, you know, all that they saw, that they experienced, it came with purpose, it came early, they came to reality, they were amazed, they received a revelation and they had a new hope, which I was like Star Wars after he said that. But anyway, <laughs> um, you know, some really great stuff. And he brought up some interesting concepts that I want to ask you guys about. Um, so... So let's start with this. Let me start with this question. You know, what do we believe about Jesus rising again? And I don't know if this may just sound basic. I'm not trying to be redundant. I am. Uh, this is. I just think so important. So when we say Jesus rose from the dead, the tomb is empty. You know. Oh, uh, all these things. You know. What. What. What do we mean? Like Jesus, he came back. He's alive. He's in my heart. You know. Like we we use a lot of these phraseology. And I'm not. I'm not trying to. It's not a trick question to me. I'm like, right. could you just explain what? What do we mean when we say Jesus rose from the dead? Uh, That he
1: physically rose from the dead. (laughs) That he he was in the grave for three days. And during those three days, he was dead. You know, sometimes they're like, oh, he wasn't dead. He was just in a coma or something like that. But for those three days, he was dead. And on the third day, he physically rose from the dead in his new glorified body.
0: Yeah, yeah. And Pastor Jeff said all those things, actually, which is kind of why I'm bringing all this up anyway. He made the distinction, which I actually, same thing, I thought was great. I first heard this in high school. I remember it was a Bible club meeting. There was a Catholic priest who brought this up, that Lazarus did come back from the dead. Oh, because same thing, because, you know, we could look at it now and say, well, you know, maybe it was that Lazarus was so sick. He who mm. was so close to death, but Jesus kind of knew that. So he like woke him back up with the power of God. It's like, why, what's the difference at that point? Like he died. And, like, if, I mean, if, you, if you're going that far, like just, but so he died. But Pastor Jeff said he was resuscitated because we know he eventually died again. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference with Jesus. He was resurrected. And I even told Rebecca that like, so I try to be intentional about using the word resurrection for that reason. Um, and even that it doesn't sound overly ethereal or spiritual, like Jesus rose again. I feel like that's way easier to say, like, Jesus, the story doesn't end in the grave. You rose again. Like, it's so much easier. It's a tongue twister saying resurrection, but I'm like, sometimes I'm, I'm trying to purposely use that because of what it means. But so, you know, okay, so that's what we believe in. Pastor Jody said it so well, and Pastor Jeff again said that. And I want to come back to that glorifies bodies thing because that's another question I have. But mm-hmm. let's just say... Maybe this is the first time somebody's thinking about this you know what what if what if you know what if I only thought Jesus' resurrection was maybe just like a spiritual thing or something and 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 I'm bringing it up uh, let me just say why I'm bringing this up because you know I just think when we don't talk about this, we're left to try to piece things together on our own and then it can be tough. I was in youth when I one time we had a small group in youth group and this kid he loves God he still loves God. But he was just talking and blah, blah. And he's like, you know, I believe He he's repeating what he knows. He's like, yeah, I believe, you know, Jesus died for our sins. And, you know, I, he he rose again, uh, uh, you know, spiritually. And, and, and you know, one day, uh, you know, you know, we're going to see him again. And it was like he was unpacking. And that's why it's good. Sometimes I even ask the young adults, I'm like, what do you believe? And, and they're like they look at me like, well, I know. I'm like, well, how about you just say it? Because because uh, sometimes even just the just saying it out loud causes you to like you know, think more critically mm-hmm. about it. So in that moment, he, I think he was kind of realizing, okay, I'm not sure if I believe that somebody could come back from the dead. Like uh, that sounds kind of crazy now that I'm putting this to words. And, but, but I, of course cl- I still believe in God. So, I mean, so he just kind of real quick in a small group, he said that, but that was just a big moment for me, like to, you know, s- whatever. So sorry, I don't want to talk too much here. So uh, just what do you think about that? Cause that, that crossed my mind like saying good Friday. What if it's like, yeah, Jesus. Eh, well, whether he did or didn't doesn't matter because he's in my heart. You know what I mean? Like, what what is your impression when like I say that? Like, is that okay? Is that like well, maybe that's not really the right place? Or what is, does the Bi- is that what the Bible's saying? Like, what does the Bible say? You know, I just wanted to pick your guys' brain a little bit. I asked you a little before we hit this too, so I know we said some of it already.
1: So um, my my initial thoughts were the grave was physically empty. So something had to have happened to his body. So if he was just raised spiritually, would his body not have remained? Um, But then there's other accounts all throughout scripture where it talks about people. uh, And you had even mentioned like other than his disciples Mm -hmm. saw Jesus and physically had interactions with him. Yeah. People who walked down the road with him and they didn't even recognize as Jesus until he was like what he, he I think is he took communion with them and they were like wait this is Jesus yes <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. you know he broke bread with them or whatever um and then there's also the fact that he cooked food physically and gave it to Peter so th- there was a lot of physical things uh that people witnessed he did after his resurrection that would lend to it being a physical resurrection yeah <clears throat> yeah so those that was
2: were a couple of the examples that came to my mind, him, you know, eating food with the disciples after uh, his resurrection. Um, obviously, you know, Thomas, um, you know, to, to, you yeah. know, to his credit, like is, nah, I, I need to see this. Like I wasn't there. I need to see this thing happen. <clears throat> and, you know, I need to see these different pieces of evidence and, you know, p- being able to put his hand in, into mm-hmm. Jesus's side, you know, and seeing his, his hands that those were big for Thomas, which, but I like to point out also in that same narrative, Jesus says, man, you're blessed to be able to, you know, see these things and believe. And then he says, how much more blessed are those who don't see these things and believe, you know, and then right. he, and then on top of that, it's the idea that Jesus resurrecting from the dead is something that um, that the apostles preached and believed and, you know, ran with throughout their entire like lives. They were like, no, we after he resurrected we were with him we saw these things these things were evident it's not you know it's not lost on us these things and then also you know to take it to another level paul who is almost like a step removed from being present with jesus also understands this to be true in first corinthians chapter 15 he unpacks resurrection of you know um of christ jesus he talks about the resurrection of the dead he talks about um you know, all of those things in 1 in Corinthians chapter 15. And in that kind of discourse, he talks about, no, there were like over 500 people who saw him alive after he resurrected. And again, it's easy for us to say, well, you know, Paul's an apostle. Well, kind of, but yes, he's an apostle. But in terms of like the timetable, he's like a step removed because he's an add-on post the ascension, right? So like for Paul to also come to this understanding and preach this, You know, there's – I would assume or I would argue that if you're a believer, you have to take this as some sort of validity that here's this guy who's a little bit of an outsider, persecuted the church, coming in kind of like in the late in the fourth quarter, and he understands this to be truth and preaches it as such. Uh, You know, and then again, when he's talking about the resurrection of – when he's talking about the resurrection of the dead he says if christ jesus had not raised i think it's uh, verse 14 he says and if christ has not been raised then our preaching is in vain and your faith is in vain he seems to make it like very clear here that your faith kind of hinges on this very real truth that christ jesus has risen from the dead he says your faith is in vain like yeah the, the crux of everything that you believe Hinges on the fact that he not only died but but was raised again to life, and then he, you know, there's this idea that you know no theological thought is complete in one book, and so you can go to Romans, and in Romans, <clears throat> in Romans, Paul says in Romans there he goes, um, you know, Christ Jesus died and raised again, and he's now seated at the right hand of God, interceding for us. So there's this continuation of you know. The, the 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 role of Christ is not just one who came and d- lived and died and rose again, but now he is seated in the heavenly realms and interceding on our behalf. So, you know, for 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 me, if I'm taking all of these things into consideration about whether or not Jesus Christ is is dead or alive, you know, or, if, you know, whether or not he did not raise again from the from the grave, I think the easiest way if i'm going to reverse engineer it i would have to look at my life and say okay where has jesus been present and if jesus has been present in my life in this way i could see those as being moments where he is interceding on my behalf now if he is interceding on my behalf in these moments in my life that means he has raised from the dead because his next role after raising from the dead is to ascend and take his place at the right hand of god the father and intercede on my behalf. Now if he's interceding on my behalf, he's been present in all these different moments and that means that he's raised from the dead. That means he has had to have died. And if he had had to have died, that means he had to have lived. And if he had to have lived, that means he had to have been sent. So for me, I'm just going backwards, working backwards from these moments in my life where I see God be, you know, where I see Jesus present like, oh man, Jesus has done this for me. He's done this for me here. I can see these as moments where he's interce- interceding for me on on you know, on my behalf. Therefore, I have to really believe, man, this dude is where he is supposed to be at the right hand of God, the father. And that means he raised to life. That's my,
1: you know. Yeah. 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 I know sometimes, too, when people are like, well, I'm just going to go by what Jesus himself said. And when you look at Luke 24, uh, verse. Starting so in verse 39, uh, he's talking to disciples, and he's, they were startled and frightened, thinking they saw a ghost. He said to them, that he is Jesus, Why are you troubled, and why do doubts arise in your mind? Look at my hands and my feet. It is I myself. Touch me and see. A ghost does not have flesh and bones, as you see I have. Right. So even Jesus himself testifies to the b- fact that he was flesh. And and moreover, right? What about the moment
2: when Mary is, you know, overcome with the fact that he is alive? She goes to touch him. He's like, wait, wait, wait. Like I'm not fully, like my body.
1: Like I'm not fully. Oh complete yeah, he says yet. like not to cling to her. Like this is yeah, like yeah. so that's a that's such a little, weird thing yeah. because like, it's she like she couldn't do that if he didn't have a body. He he, like to. if he didn't have a body, and <laughs> uh, then <laughs> uh, and yeah, then yes.
2: for him and then for him to make a statement that it's like my body's not fully like whatever yet, and it's like. Well, what does that even mean? That's such a that's such a that is such a an important statement because it's also saying something about a resurrected body, that it is Mm -hmm. different, you know. Mm -hmm. And so, like, there's there's you know, there's in my mind, there's some really rich theology that in reality, I don't know if we'll ever have the answer to on this side of heaven. And so, you know, I, I, I can understand i want you know if if you're listening to this and you're the type of person you have all these questions and 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 what you know I would say to you you know it's okay to question it's okay to have doubts I would say you know keep bringing those things before the Lord you know and trusting in him to work those things out in you um but I would also say um you get to stand on the shoulders uh of giants who have you know wrestled with this and have found faith to be you know their faith to be stronger for it so yeah, you, know. you
0: may not be the—or, you sorry, you're not may. You you are not the first person to ask this question, and that doesn't mm-hmm. mean uh, that's wrong to ask that question, but, uh, hey, you're actually—you're not alone. It's not like, oh, my gosh, no one's ever thought of this. Like, actually, no, th- many people have— right, giants of the faith actually have asked these questions and come out the other side with a faith in God. And that's why I ask this, because this is how I think. If that's not clear, that's why I thought of this. I'm like— um, these are the things that I think about, and growing up in church, you know, and, and again, this is, these are conversations that people are having, so I think it's great, and again, it gives us a, a really solid faith, and I want to say, were you going to add something to that? Well, was when
1: you're talking about how we're standing on the shoulders of others who have wrestled with these things too, and how you said, um, we're not the only ones who have wrestled with it, others have, even so much as, even in Jesus' day and time, people wrestled with this. They wrestled with his resurrection and as they wrestled with it, you would think that if some of this stuff was false, that those who knew Jesus would start shooting down these things saying, no, that's, that's not what happened. Like if I, if I was wrestling with something and I said, Hey, a happened and all my friends are like, no, that's not what happened. B is what happened. Yes. Like, the, so I guess part of what I'm saying is that the fact that we have a record of it and that no one is contesting it within that record through Scripture yes. y- y- kind of gives credence to it. And as people have wrestled it throughout the years, people much more intelligent than I am have wrestled with it throughout years. You know, I, I Closer to the time that it took place, I think we can trust some of that stuff that it, it, was, um, it adds to the validity of, of the claims, you know? Yeah. yeah. And So I was just going to try
2: to wrap up what I was saying before. So like, you know, like it, you know, you're, if you're wrestling with this stuff, you know, right. You're not the first, you know, you're standing on the, the shoulders of giants who've wrestled with it before you to bring it full circle back to the passage in first Corinthians. Paul knew this, which is why he said what he said, you know, Hey, I know that some of you may find this to be unbelievable, but I'm telling you, that there are over 500 people that he appeared to who are alive today to me, So you know what that says to me? That says to me that Paul probably at some point was like, okay, cool. Like the disciples have said this. All right, great. I'm going to step outside of the disciples and see if I can't find other people who can confirm this, you know, like, cause again, he's a step removed. You know, I think Paul is one of the greatest arguments for this, for him to step outside of the box of the apostles, to maybe interact with some of these people and find, Oh no, yeah, this is true. Yeah. We did this with him. Yes. We saw him here. Yes, we did. And now Paul might, you know, like his journey is a little bit of a reconciliation of, you know, his thoughts about like, you know, who God is, you know, persecuting the church for this period of time and now wrestling with, Oh man, Jesus is, Jesus is the Messiah. You know? So I, I think you have a a friend in, in Paul and maybe, you know, if you're, Looking to try and reconcile this particular thought, uh, reading, you know, Paul's writings may help you do that.
1: And even along that lines, you have Luke, the doctor, who is very, very interested in documenting facts. And, and uh, his book of Luke acts, Luke was not one of the disciples, you know, one of the 12 disciples. But here's a guy who did all this research, mm-hmm. listened to the testimonies, listened to the witnesses of people who had seen these things and is in full agreement with the conclusion that Paul came to. Again, you would think that if there was some kind of discrepancy here, that would have come to light, but instead it's an in agreement.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's uh, part of what really helps with all that, is like um, that the Gospels were written early, and something I uh, think came across, because what you can say is, well, oh, well, it was written so much later, but what you no, what you're saying is, this could have been, it was within their lifetime that this, mm-hmm. so this information wouldn't have survived basically if it was false within their lifetime. Cause when we do have conflicting other gospel accounts that say other things they are written like 800 years, 1200 years after the events. So they're not at all reliable. Peter, and even what you were saying there, pastor Todd about that, Peter, right? Refers to Paul's writings as scripture. So he's completely aware of what Paul is saying about Jesus, the resurrection. And he's like, Yep, yeah, uh, pay attention to him, like Peter himself. So it's not even like we're like, well, they were silent on the issue. Peter says this about Paul, and something else that I have come across as well, as we know, this huge event in history is the destruction of the Jewish temple in A.D. 70. But, you know, the passage that we read on Good Friday, where Jesus is crucified, right before that, he's telling the women right there, hey, weep for Jerusalem, it's going to be destroyed, and in in another place, in another gospel, he also prophesies, you know, of course, um, the temple will be destroyed and they view that as a threat. But basically the temple was destroyed in 70 AD. Uh, If the gospels were written after that event, they would have completely put that detail in. They would have paused and said, Hey, remember that time the temple was destroyed? Jesus prophesied that FYI, but they didn't do that, which means it was written before that date. So it was written so early to the source Mm -hmm. um, that just, just to further go with what you're saying. So, so this is cool. You guys have said a lot. Why, you know, Is Jesus' resurrection physical? Oh, absolutely. That's exactly what we see. You know, if it was only spiritual, like you said, there's the evidences of the empty tomb that have to be explained. Of course, you brought up Pastor Moll, the disciples, and how they died for this. You know, it wasn't just an idea they came up with, or they felt felt nice. They were convinced of this. Paul, of course, being a huge factor in that as well. Like, he doesn't fit the equation of that he should have became a believer in Jesus. And Pastor Jamal, you also brought up your personal experience. That everybody, when, when you've experienced what Jesus has done in your life, and then even Scripture as well, witnessing to this, the many people who, uh, 500 witnesses who came to know Jesus, the physical attributes that it's um, highlighting, Jesus mm-hmm. ate with them. Hey, touch the scars. You know, all mm-hmm. these things, um, all of these things are pointing to, no, this is what christian faith in jesus's resurrection means it's a physical event it's rooted in history and god you know he's validating jesus's life and his claims by bringing him back from the dead so um i love talking about this i mean i actually want to do an apologetics life group in the future but i wasn't ready for this round so so those those are really great thoughts guys and i don't know if you want to add anything but that again segues to my other next question which was about how Pastor Jeff brought up glorified bodies. And, and you guys both brought it up already about Jesus. He had this glorified body. Mary, right, didn't recognize him right away. He says, yeah, don't cling to me. But that's because she recognized who he was and they had communion, didn't recognize him. So there's a couple things like that. And I, again, am bringing this up because, one, Pastor Jeff preached on it yesterday that we're going to receive these and Jesus had a glorified body. But also because I grew up in church. I actually don't remember, at least uh, I'll put it that way, I don't remember ever learning or hearing that at all until I went to college. And so when we came across this concept of like, oh, you're going to have a glorified body. We talked about it in Romans and stuff. I'm like, what? Like, what is this concept? So um, it's really cool, but I don't know. I guess I just felt like I never knew about this. So what do we mean by that? Or you want to unpack that a little bit? You guys have just touched on it. So what would you say about Jesus? You said 1 Corinthians 15. It says that he's the first fruits. Right. Uh, Pastor Jeff brought that up in his sermon. He's the first fruits of those who have uh, died.
2: Yeah, I don't know if I'm the the person to ask about this, because uh, for me, this is like majoring in the minors. Like, OK, you know, th- no,
0: and that's fine. And I don't want to do that, by the yeah, way. Yeah, so well, I'm so not trying to do that.
2: No, no. So what I'm saying is, like, for me, I do. I believe I'm going to get a physical, you know, a glorified body. That's what the Bible says. All right, cool. Sounds great to me. I'm not so much focused on that. I'm more focused on trying to get there. You know what I mean? So, like, if I'm being <laughs> honest, like. Yeah, yeah. This is one of those things that for me is not like a is not a focus or a highlight. So I don't know if I've spent enough time, you know, trying to, you know, dig into it to to, to know. So I, I'm just kind of like giving you just like, you know, this is my stance on it. My stance on it, the Bible says we get glorified bodies. I see Jesus has a glorified body. Sounds like a sounds like a plan to me. Like, but at the end of the day, I'm trying to focus on living my life to get there to get to that place where I could you know uh, be in, in heaven with the Lord that's 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 my you know two cents yeah no uh,
0: it, that may just be the right perspective I, I, I don't want to major in the minors I'm, no, no, I'm, I'm just, glad that you said that I didn't mean no, no, like no no that, no no so. no I'm just
2: saying that's just me yeah yeah
1: I actually have thought about it a little okay. bit I don't have deep answers for this uh, because sometimes when we talk about the preteens and the kids and we talk about eternity and what's going to be like uh, it comes up um, and I try to base it off of what we see Jesus's body was like after he resurrected and the things that I see. I, I know there was a moment where um, he had his glorified body before he uh, before he had the mo- uh, what do we call it, the transfiguration. Oh, you know, where, where we get a little bit of a glimpse of it, but we don't really understand a whole lot what's going on there besides the fact that he glowed, (laughs) you know, (laughs) but when, after his resurrection, the couple things that stick out to me and uh, just as observations, um, number one in his new body, he still eats. So I'm I'm kind of okay with that one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I just want to say really quick, I had some food. Well, actually, this whole weekend, I ate really great food. <laughs> but, dude, I was like <laughs> I was eating those empanadas from Fuse on Friday. Oh, nice. And I was like, dude, like, Oh my gosh, food is like spiritual. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm so glad we're gonna eat in heaven, man. It's so good. Sorry. and note.
1: and along that lines, we read about we read about the wedding supper of the Lamb. That's you know what I'm what saying. I mean. I'm like, and, that's gonna be the best food ever eaten. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I'm down with that. Uh, tacos, <laughs> heavenly tacos. Uh, so so the first one is you see that physically he can still eat. Number two though, the cool thing that, and I I think I don't like get caught up in this and that as in like making a whole doctrine out of this stuff. It's just, these are the cool things that I see that I think are just cool things. Like the room that the disciples are in, in the upper room is locked. Yes. And he's not there. And then he's there. (laughs) Like, like, so with his glorified body, was he able to just walk through the locked door? Was he not? Like there was something. And, and so there's, there's, there's like certain a, limitations something cool like that in there that he doesn't know? have right
0: now. Yeah.
1: And then the only other thing that I, I, that I think about with the new body is when some of the disciples saw him and recognized him. Other ones didn't recognize him until he re- re- revealed himself to them. So within our new glorified bodies, there's going to be something similar to the bodies we have. Uh, you know, so what I kind of take from that but yet something different about
0: them. Which Pastor Jeff did say, and again, this is why I'm bringing it up anyway, because you know this is an element of theology we don't talk a lot about, and probably because, like you said, Pastor, there's probably not a lot, there's not a whole lot of data here, and it, it's uh, this doesn't change the truth of the gospel and those types of things, but Pastor Jeff brought it up, and I thought it was good, and he, and he had said that about we may not recognize each other, kind of says that, uh, I think, in Revelation. I think it's where it says it. Wait, don't quote me. Somewhere says that. But um, right. So they did and they didn't. And I remember the only other thing I'll add to this that from what you're saying is like when I first learned about this in my Romans class, it was talk about our struggle with the flesh. Right. And you, you sometimes you think too, like you're going to go to heaven. You're not going to sin anymore. And I'm like, <laughs> same thing. We talk about all these questions. I'm like, am I going to be a robot? Like, how am I going <laughs> to not sin? Whatever. But the glorified body is like, I'm no longer limited. I, I want It's like how Paul says in Romans 7, like, I want to live for God, but then my flesh, man, dude, just want to sin. What the heck? So it's like, no, one day we'll have a glorified body where my desire to live for the Lord will be fully realized. And, and not in a robotic sense, as, as in I won't be limited anymore mm-hmm. by my stupid flesh, you know, and and that's the other thing I would add to it. From everything you're saying you know that we see I think theologically
2: it just makes sense too um, because just as one man sinned and through him you know sin entered the world and as you know human beings we are a product of Adam therefore you know what we inherit from him is this you know hunk of flesh that is um, you know would seem Fallen. fallen Right, it would make sense that you know, as Scripture says, just as sin entered the world through one man, salvation has come through one man. You know that through Jesus, we would now get this different body that you know um, is in—I won't say cahoots, but it, you know—is cohesive with the desires of the Spirit man. That just makes, in my mind, like at a very very basic level, that just makes complete theology. Like it, like that, like G, that God would make sure that the that the efforts of salvation are not just spiritual but also physical does it make sense when i say that so yeah,
0: yeah and
1: i think uh, i'm sorry we're kind of getting off track here but i think who we are as people is we're is both our body and our spirit you know those things together make us up so um so i guess my thing is it it, it just makes sense that we don't lose half of who we are, <laughs> you know, right. when we enter eternity or whatever. Just, uh, but there's something different about the body, you know. Um, and other than that, I'm not, I'm not sure that I ever remember in, reading anywhere else in Scripture where it talks a lot about what our glorified bodies will be like. And, and, and I think it's Revelation. We read a little bit about how there's no crying there. You know, and sometimes we draw from that. Hey, there's no more pain. There's no more. I, I think it does directly say no more sickness. Yeah. Um. Uh, so there's some of the things that we draw from it. I, I think I think it's not that like when I read those things and I talk about with the kids, it's less about majoring in those things. I think I think for me, it's more about like being excited about the hope that we have that like one day we're going to experience. The completeness of our faith, which includes having these bodies that aren't subject anymore to the junk of this world. Yeah, you know?
0: where like where the world is redeemed, you know, and there's no more sin on the earth. There's yeah. no more natural disasters. There's no more disease. And then, oh, for us even personally, like our bodies won't be limited by these different things anymore. And and right, the, the full realization of of God's plan, you know, uh, and what community with him looks like in each other and all that so yeah i think of um the same thing the bible series it's what's in my head that verse same thing growing up when you're just in church man i guess you're like no more crying no more pain you're like no more emotion like no and in that series like he appears to john jesus appears to john and on patmos and he's just like there will be no more crying no more pain and like the warmth of that like just meant a lot Mm -hmm. to me i'm like oh, that's what he means. I don't know why that made a difference to me, but and it did. I'm like, oh, yes, like, you know. So.
1: And so two clarifying statements. Actually, the verse says he'll wipe away every tear. Yeah. So yeah. even that assumes that there might be some tears, maybe tears of joy. I, I, I don't know. And but again, Pastor we'll Jeff brought that. this
0: up yesterday, by the way, too. So.
1: Uh, And then the other thing that I just want to clarify, Um, because sometimes things get muddy we do not die and become angels
0: yeah yeah that's just, a good just that's so important. it's
1: clear r- part of our right. resurrection is not we becoming angels angels are created beings and they're created as angels have always been angels and will always be angels and them things scary yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> some of the descriptives in yeah. them. The, first thing Ezekiel, they
1: always say when like, they show up to you is, "Do not be afraid," or, or "Get up," or "Get up." It's okay. Or up. Yeah, because you're like,
0: <laughs> "Oh my gosh!"
1: <laughs> and and when you look at some of the some of the angelic beings like the cherubim and seraphim and all those things, they had like multiple faces terrifying. and like wings and yes, terrifying face terrifying. of a man, face of a, a uh, lion, lion, face of the, like like I kind of I mean. I mean, I wish I was better looking, but I'm kind of happy I only have one <laughs> face, <laughs> you know? like. <laughs> you ever feel bad about so... <laughs> your appearance? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, so so I, I guess my point is like sometimes theology gets weird in there when, yeah, it ta- yeah, when yeah. we think, you know, pass away, become an angel or whatever. But that's that's not it. Like angels are separate beings from humans, which is actually like a positive thing to me, because it means that. God has something in store for us when we get to heaven. It doesn't have to turn me into something else. You know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Like, um, um, my new glorified bodies is, is going to be, is going to be good enough. And as it is, you know, I don't have to have wings or be doing all that stuff.
0: Well, What's that? It's like that platitude people say all the time. You know, if somebody passes away, it's kind of like, Oh, you know, another, you know what I'm saying? Another heaven gained an angel, another ga- yeah. heaven having, having gained another angel. I think there's another one about its wings too. Like, oh, this pr- they got their wings or something. I'm like,
1: that actually comes from a Christmas. Uh, 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 uh what does that come from? That's um, a wonderful life. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Teacher uh, says I, every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that maybe that's what I'm thinking <laughs> of. But yeah, I hate but having but but no, I we, know
0: totally the heart behind that. Yeah, and, and we say those things because it brings time. comfort.
1: But I guess my thing is is like, there's a lot of comfort in the fact that when we when we do receive our bodies. There's a lot of comfort in the way our bodies are going to be that um, we don't have to become angels. We. Yeah. And and we don't. So
0: <laughs> there's there's comfort in what God actually does have in store for us. Yeah, You know. Yeah. And that verse, you know, we, we can read Revelation 21 one four. he will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain for the old order of things has passed away. And so that's. That's our hope that we have. It's beautiful and it's wonderful that we have that in Jesus. And because of his resurrection from the dead, because he defeated the grave, that's why we have that hope. It's the whole reason that we do. So, all right, guys, look, really appreciate it. Appreciate your time. Love uh, your thoughts on everything. So um, cool discussion today. Yeah, yeah, cool discussion. Just a little different, you know. So maybe, maybe in a future one, we could talk a little more about how we were talking about like deconstruction and stuff. That stuff. But yeah, I thought that was a cool discussion too. But anyway, I uh, really appreciate your time, guys. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Which one? What?
1: What? I, I don't know. You were gonna ask us something about Falcon and Winter Soldier, Is right, that Should what you're I? Ask I us? Have
0: you guys been watching? I know Pastor Jamal had to split though, so I didn't want to. To hold them here longer. Than it's 12:20. Yeah, I
2: got I got it. I got to go. Right, I have been watching time. it. Um, it's okay.
0: It's okay. There, okay. Okay.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's 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 okay.
0: Like, it's hard to live up to WandaVision. Yeah, I think I think WandaVision all. was so uh, unique that yeah. like if this feels a little more what you w- thought. So like, I think I can understand. I was yeah. more
2: invested in WandaVision because I knew you know some of the comic stories involved with Wanda. So obviously, you know, when they're Diving into these story modes, you're like, oh, man, I wonder where they're going to go next with some of this, you know. They've kind of deviated a little bit from, like, Winter Soldier, like Falcon. Like, they've kind of deviated a little bit from that. Yeah. I think for me, the only thing that I would, and just because, like, comic-wise, like, I, I think I need I need Bucky to be the guy.
1: Yeah, I'm not, See, I, don't I don't think that's, that's the direction they're going. Bucky up, and that's what I'm saying. Bucky. So I, like, that's I, I think it's going, by the end of these six episodes... I think Falcon will be Captain America. That's what I think. I think I think though that
2: that right, so I think that's a mistake and I think it should be I think it should be Bucky. I think Bucky should be the guy and I think Falcon should continue to be Falcon. The only thing
0: is though, from the MCU, I'm saying why should it be Bucky? I don't think they they haven't set him up like he was an assassin and all this stuff and then he kinda He's just always been on the side now. He's he's never been a symbol of hope. He's never united people. Like, Falcon is closer to that role than Bucky's ever been in the movies. Like, like I'm not saying I don't want Bucky. I'm saying, I, I, I guess I'm saying I actually feel the same way, but when I'm like, no, but when I think about the story, Falcon has always been the next guy up, like, in that way. Yeah, I don't think, but I think when you're talking about
2: a representation of America, Falcon is Falcon. Bucky is closer to a representation of America having gone through all of these different stages of life, you know, trying okay. to figure out who you are and then having to wrestle with the dark the dark parts of yourself to come to this place of like, okay, well, who do you want to now be? All oh, right. And, and I, that I makes more this. sense for me, like, okay, now okay. Bucky can be this guy and be this representation of America where it's like Hey, we, you know, we might have done some things that were not cool, but here's what we're doing to make it different. And that to me makes a way more compelling that's a cool, that's a character cool. narrative than, you know, just kind of like, hey Falcon, we're gonna give you the shield. And I think like that's just my whatever's about it. Like, I think the, you know, I think they might even I'm saying they're they still have room to even make that work because of some of the certain conversations that they had about Isaiah, you know, oh, and yeah, about his yeah, role yeah. as being a super soldier in America. yeah, You know, I think that there's room for them to still kind of work some of those things out. And, you know, my opinion, Bucky has the relationship with, with, with Wakanda that Captain America had with Wakanda oh, throughout the comics. That is also true. So like in my mind, Bucky makes the. I don't. Know, that that's just me. I, that's why I, I. I don't know. I. I. Tr- I'm trying not to get too invested because I don't want to be disappointed. Mm.
0: Okay. okay.
1: I am excited though that they're gonna have U.S. Agent though, who is the guy who is now currently Captain oh, America. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That is. His, that becomes his new identity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: But I think he's a little bit more gray as to whether he's a good guy or well and i i don't know the comics as much i've just i watch like youtube breakdown stuff they said that he goes a different direction so i don't know if he
1: because i think he ends up being on the dark avengers team which is kind of yeah, like yeah harry osborne's version of the avengers so all i'm saying is i i like i like seeing these other characters being brought in that's you know a, what that, and i that. think
0: you saying that passage ball i think that's i feel a little more invested in dc because i know the comics better mm-hmm. and i know the character like who they are and stuff yeah. more so with this i actually am just so much more along for the ride yeah. and it, it's great and that's why i always thought of myself as a casual mcu fan but i guess i kind of recently feel that i'm not a casual fan but like but I I I, I'm, I don't I'm just along for the ride wherever they go is gonna be cool. Where with D, the DC stuff that's harder for me because I'm like I want them like this is who he's supposed job. to be. This is who he's supposed yeah. to be, right? So I don't have those thoughts with the MCU stuff. I'm like man, this is pretty cool. Like, right. So are you invested in the?
2: Uh, you're invested in the Snyderverse. You want that to be a thing.
0: So right, like like I guess I've always enjoyed the MCU movies way more. I think they're better movies. The tone is better. So, I can't say like my taste for the Snyder verse, I prefer. But, but yeah, after watching, especially the Snyder cut, I'm like, yeah, I kind of wish this was still going because he does have a feel for the comics. He has a feel for the characters. I want the consistency. I want DC to do well. So, even though actually I don't personally love the taste, I still like it. Be, I guess for those reasons, like I want it to do well. But then also, that, yeah, yeah. So, I guess that's how I would say it.
2: Or would you would you would you say that you are also a fan of recasting Aquaman and switching Jason
0: Momoa to be Lobo? I haven't heard that. Is that okay? Oh. See, oh no, see, but the, I guess that's what I was going to say. Actually, I feel like I slightly stay an arms length away okay. from all this DC news, but I think that's why. I think it's cuz I just don't want okay. to be like, "Oh, but they could go this direction." They're just not and then so I think I just like stay away from some of it for that it, reason. And it depends on what
1: Lobo they're doing. Are they doing New Fifty Two Lobo? Or are they doing?
0: Wait, so they're saying that he w- could play such a good Lobo that wow, we should probably just recast Aquaman so, some people, so he some could people, be a Lobo. Some people think
2: he should be Lobo, and um, they should that he should be Lobo in one of the alternate universes because um, officially they're saying that Snyder
0: verse is not.
2: Um, I think there's. Oh. For Robert Pattinson's the Batman, Batman is Earth, is two. Earth two. Oh, oh, they so okay. They're ca- as some people are campaigning. They're like, he would be a way better Lobo, and maybe they could build in this universe, the DC that we want.
0: I guess, I guess they could. It might be weird though. You, you know what? I I'm still so. It's, oh, and I say Michael,
2: Michael B. Jordan is. The to-
1: Human Torch And he's also Killmonger Yeah but nobody Everybody ignores those movies Well Chris so Evans that's Was, the human, Chris Evans was America, the human Torch And Captain America And everyone Torch.
0: got over that Really easy and,
1: and they ignore all those <laughs> too <laughs>
0: those are also ignored So as long
1: as you act Like they don't exist It's cool yeah. It's
0: cool Well <laughs> see and Yeah and I guess That's where I'm at Like even Robert Pattinson I have faith in him I saw the trailer w- Looks great And everything But it's like Like I, f- I just Like Ben Affleck did a good job Okay, Snyder versus starting to happen. Justice League is starting to happen, and they're like, "Oh, sorry, just kidding." But look at Robert Pattinson. Look how cool he's gonna do. So now even talk about, oh, but, but Jason Momoa could be a great Lobo. It's just more of like, come, uh, just let's just, just, do, something. So, just do, do something. Do something. Well, like,
1: that's like, the thing
2: though. The, the, uh, some of the issue though is that you know, right, it was kind of like, you know, poopy from the start, right? Like all these different things going yeah, on. Yeah. So people are trying to reconcile all of the. Yeah, they're yeah. trying to accept the good about them. And reconcile those things. Because,
0: again, Gal Gadot is, like, she should not go anywhere. Because she, in my, in my opinion, okay, you don't like her. Oh, sorry, I thought she was a great Wonder Woman. I could use
2: a little bit more,
0: like, yeah, you yeah, know, I'm thinking, like, <laughs> in regards. Nah, not emotion. I heard emotion. somebody say that about her.
2: Nah, not emotion, maybe.
0: She's
2: a little... I think I need her to be more. Like I feel like she's not getting her respect. I don't know how to explain it, but I don't feel like she's not getting like
1: she's not charisma. vicious enough. It,
2: maybe the Wonder vicious woman. The, in, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I like feel sometimes like, the portrayal of her How about is, the Snyder
0: cut though? She was like she was pretty boss status in the Snyder I, cut. I thought. Yeah.
2: I mean, I so I All guess right. like this is the thing. They, I guess the thing is right. Okay, I know she's a woman. I think though, when I read the comics and when I see her in like animated she's series,
0: she's a warrior. She's a warrior. She's I think the last a
2: monster 10 like, like
0: years they've they've pushed her more there to a soft well, well
2: I'm saying like she's come off more softer I think in the movies in the movies and I'm like yeah I get I, that she's a woman like she well, may have that and, element to her but I'm also thinking to myself like she's also an Amazon like like yeah, she's an Amazon yeah, yeah. like she's
1: yeah I don't want to uh, I don't drag it out because I know you guys we go soon but I think part of it is a part of it is so many people have fond memories of the wonder woman the wonder woman television show Sure. yeah and she's almost a little bit of an amalgam of that
0: and i think she wonder woman is like a feminine icon and so you i think they probably don't want to lose that by if they overemphasize say her warrior qualities would many people feel disconnected from that and so maybe that's an element I think that would make sense. Yeah, I don't know. They would think that.
2: I don't know. I just, if I'm being, like, I don't, and I don't know because when we watch the U.S. Women's National Soccer Team, they're out there kicking butt and they're, like, being savages about it. And every four years, this nation goes bananas to see these girls go out there and, like, just dominate. And they have a swagger, sometimes a cockiness that, like, people are like, yo, like, and when they say stuff like, yeah, we don't get paid, you know, we get paid like, uh, X percent, you know, than what these guys get paid, and we know we bring in X amount revenue, so that's trash. <laughs> like, you kind of be like, yeah, that yeah, is trash. Yeah. Like, so, you know, but, like, as a nation, we just, I we, we actually, I think behind. we live for that yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, like, in my mind, I'm like, you can do that with 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 Wonder Woman, and, like, because the, the irony is, in the Snyder Cut, when she's in the bank, and see, she i was just gonna and she and she's like mm-hmm. she ups the speech like, yeah, yeah, no, everybody, was everybody's like yo that was dope yeah like you know what i'm saying like no and-
0: see but then but then they hang on to what you're saying that she's a little in between because it's like then there's the last guy she kills him like with her the power but it's like just he explode they all die then she goes to the girl on the ground who's like a little like shaken mm-hmm. and she goes don't worry you can be whatever you want to be and she's like yeah like I want to be a princess or something or like, yeah. I'm a little like you just killed a bunch of people I mean justified you saved all their lives mm-hmm. I'm not like criticizing her but I'm like you did just kill this guy in front of this little girl and now you're like be whatever you want to be when you grow <laughs> up I'm <laughs> like that's kind of a big thing to just witness yeah. like that's how I felt like so I'm, I'm like, sorry okay. I just
1: traumatized yeah. you right <laughs> yeah, right like, but like I'm in my a my little mind, afraid though, of you
2: too right now right. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and I guess that's you know what though but like I get it, right? Like, if we're talking about women in general, that this that has always been the the narrative. Oh, you're not strong enough, or you're not soft enough, you know. So I understand how like a conversation like this can make it muddy. I think the point that I'm trying to prove is like there is a balance to it, and women do it every single day. They do it flawlessly. Mm -hmm. I think shout out. I think the writing of the character of Wonder Woman, though um i don't know if it's all the way balanced that's my point and i think that there is a balance i don't know how to do it like i don't know how to write it like i'm not you know on that staff and try to figure that stuff out but i think they could use a little bit more just like she's she's a a problem like a problem to be reckoned with like yeah. i think she just needs a little bit more of that um yeah, like like when she's like you know when they do like the parties and she's in the gowns and the heels like right, right. cool I'm all right. yeah like, like you know whatever when she's out there handing butt whoopings though like I like dude, that's I you thought, know what I'm saying like, like you know what I'm saying when cut. she's out like, there handing out butt whoopings like and I let think, them let them butt whoopings be real let people be like yo man she like because that's the thing like she the reality is that throughout the comics she sees
1: Superman as an equal worthy. To be in relationship with so like that's and, what i'm and saying and that like, was in the snyder cut a little bit when she's like please don't make me do this to you right 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 right, right. and yeah, i'm yeah, like yeah. i'm like do it <laughs> 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 right right. that's
2: what i'm saying like yeah let, let like and that's the that's the one thing i think i just need a little bit more of that like yeah yeah i like i honestly like no disrespect like i would have loved it if like in this snyder if in either one of the justice league movies they just gave me like three straight minutes of her versus Superman solo. That would like crazy. Not jumping. I don't need Aquaman hopping in. I don't need you know Flash hopping in. Right, wow, the, that'd the, be something. Right. Give me three solid Two minutes. Two Titans.
1: Two Titans fighting
2: titans. each other. Titans. Like I mean, because that that right there would take it to the level where I'm yeah, like, yeah. yeah, y'all gotta respect her. Like that's how yeah, I feel. Yeah, like yeah. I would be like, you'd walk, walk out of there like, yo, I didn't, like she was standing toe to toe with. But see, that's the thing though. I'm saying it now, and immediately I know why, though. Because guys would feel funky about that. They'd be like, why she got to go, like, why they making her seem like she's, like, equal to Superman? Yeah, why, like, why like, is she equal to Superman? Like, 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 actually, I think literally. depending on
1: which comic book you're reading, like, which where they're at in it, I think sometimes they even refer to her as being go. a little bit more powerful than Superman. I got to go. But I'm just,
2: yeah, my point is, I know. give it's, Wonder
1: Woman her respect. Yeah. Let, her be, let her be
2: the let, warrior boss that that i at least for me like that i know that i've seen that like i think some other people have seen in the comics and stuff like and even in the animated movies like like <sighs> yeah she could go for it but see but
0: well that that's the other thing that i do like about the same thing with night I've, I've always been about like the bruce diana connection too just okay because i love batman so much oh so i'm like they kind of have a little chemistry there like i like the chemistry it's not like Particularly, like it's not like they're gonna ha- they have to go somewhere with it. I just like that they have that connection. Yeah, I do like. And th- I, it's been in the movies, and I'm like, well, if we move on from this, I won't see that again. I'm a, I'm like, a Bruce. Gonna, and yeah. I'm a Bruce and
2: Diana it. fan too. I, I think like, you know,
1: right? Because Superman's got Lois. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got Lois. Right. Yeah. right. But
2: but like, I am a Bruce and, and and Wonder Woman fan, and I think too like that dynamic is always interesting because it is always Bruce chasing without him chasing like you rarely yeah. see him chase ever like you see him chasing like you know he's softer like yeah, when he's yeah, talking with he's her yeah, like he, his whole demeanor changes and she knows it like she's in complete control every yeah. conversation it, I, 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 that's do what like I love, that. like how they,
0: they together even in the movie like they put the justice league together they're the ones like mm-hmm. she's in the back cave with him like i just i just like all that yeah 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 you know? but
2: i mean give you know I'm just saying, hashtag free free Diana. Yeah, Um, do
0: (laughs) Free Diana. All right. Everybody, it's been fun. We'll see you next time. It's been Pastor Matt. Pastor Todd. Pastor Jamal. We'll see you next time.